Ah, uh, yes. Let's see here. Where did I put that tome? Ah, here it is. A world where darkness prevailed, heroes failed, hope is lost. Mortals struggle to survive in a world desecrated by undeath. And a temple nestled in the low hills near the village of Dark Tree holds a powerful secret. Will a sliver of hope drive desperate souls to for salvation or to doom? Yes, this is the one. Brayden, come here, boy. I want you to entertain our guests with this story. Here, start with this one. Everyone loves a good tale of suspense and terror. Uh, okay, y yes, Master Epoch, uh, but are you sure? A darkened world, desolate, depraved, destroyed, ravaged by undead and darkness. Evil has won, and in its wake, left a dark, hopeless, hellscape of a land. Our story brings us to a small community of people that still have a little fight left, a little bit of hope still left in their heart. The world desecrated by necromantic magic, all vegetation and livestock, almost impossible to find. Fleeing an old world city, a group of seven remain, holding on to a fairy tale, a myth, of a place called the Emerald Grove, a place said to exist somewhere on the other side of a ruined temple to a god that many believe has forsaken them. These people coming from a small community called Dark Tree, find themselves traversing through a snowy landscape up into the mountains. There they finally find their mark, traveling days with limited supplies. This, their last gamble, will it pay off? Or will their hopelessness finally take hold? As they approach the door, two unlikely friends watch the rear, while the other five begin to find a way to open the mechanizations of the door. Kyle, would you like to describe your character? Uh, yes. I am a halfling with dirty, greasy, slicked brown hair pulled back into a knot. I am wearing bent and nearly broken spectacles, not even sure how they hang on my face any further. I have scars and scratches, but I seem to be at least okay, aside from the sunken eyes, maybe from what I've seen or maybe from just being tired. I have a uh, long cloak, obviously not meant for my small figure, tied around at the ankles so I don't drag and make noise. And I have also gloves that were not meant for somebody of my size, 
maybe welder's gloves or carpenter's gloves, but they fit almost up to my elbows, it would seem, underneath the cloak. In uh, rags for shoes. I have a staff that is well worn, kind of actually just looks like the leg off of maybe in a really regal antique table, but the bottom uh, has been well worn and fashioned to a point. Looks as though maybe there's stained blood that just cakes the bottom of it. And at the top is a small foggy glass bottle, no bigger than the size of a small jar vase that has a, a cork put in the top. It is tightly tied and fastened to the very top of the staff, this pole that I am carrying with me. What did you say your character's name was? I'm known as Prodder, mostly a that's right, a nickname given to me based on my prodding stick. Everybody just assumed that's how I've survived. <coughs> they assume so based on the blood that is dried around the bottom of the point. And as you and your friend here that you've come to know, we'll get to in a moment, look down this kind of snowy slope, littered with dead trees, almost themselves looking like kind of decrepit hands reaching to the sky as you guys have reached a higher elevation and basically just found these two stone doors closed with really no symbols or anything on them. As you look over to your right, your friend is also watching guard. Would you like to describe your character, Caleb? Of course. Um, <clears throat> it's about six feet tall. He's, you actually can't really see his face. All you can see really is uh, he's got about a shoulder length brown hair. Uh, he's wearing a black cloak. And he's most of the time got his hood up. Very tattered, very beaten cloak. Uh, he's got uh, a mask on covering his face as well. And that looks to be pretty pristine as though he's he's made it a point to keep up with that to, uh, looks like he's kind of been renovating it, which is an odd thing to continue to do in a time like this and in a world like this but, uh, anyways that, <clears throat> it's a black kind of face covering, it doesn't even really have like a mouthful or anything but the eyes are completely white and, uh, you can see also he's got like a scar coming up his neck, looks like it's going up to his cheek uh, but he can't see his face, obviously. So, um, and then he's got on his side a dagger that looks pretty clean, almost like it's not even really been used. But he's also got on a pair of brass knuckles that look very well worn and well used. Uh, he's also wearing some fingerless gloves, and that's really the only like kind of skin that you see other than like right under his mask in his neck and so he looks to be just a regular human dude and uh he's a pretty lean average build and uh yeah just torn tattered black all pretty all black and uh you know what he's he's barefoot why not he helps him keep 
dexterous. Sure. Say. And your feet are very cold right now. Because it is, we are in the kind of the southern bit of the, uh, the Aquilonian province. Uh, at least fine. what remains of it. As you see, you're probably a little jittery standing there next to uh, your halfling friend as you're like, oh man, please. <laughs> My feet are so cold. <laughs> he's, he's used to it. He's fine. As your other companions, which all of you know pretty well, Colin, looks like he's kind of a younger human. He kind of takes himself as kind of the leader of this group. Um, kind of short blonde hair, blue eyes, uh, very tight, trimmed beard, all things considered. Um, as you can see him kind of leaning on his greatsword, wearing the very kind of rusted kind of ramshackle chain mail that he's been wearing as you've been running with him, leaving the small community of Dark Tree so you guys could go and investigate this potential uh, way to find a solution to your problems. Um, Jodell, kind of also a shorter human, um, looks pretty light on his feet, wears, looks to be like a padded gambeson, um, clean shaven on the head and on the face, kind of gray eyes, singular ear piercing. Um, you see them kind of look like they're arguing up ways ahead of you, or I should say behind you, up by the door of the steps. Um, standing nearby, an old man named Benji, old human, long beard uh, that he kind of keeps tied up in a knot. If not, he tucks it away in his shirt so it's not in the way. Hair pulled back in a bun, uh, standing there with a longbow, similar to all of you, but a little bit higher back for the elevation to kind of scan the area. Um, a female wizard, Murian. Uh, has come along with you, both of her forearms littered with silver ink that at least each of you know that she wields magic, uh, but uses it only as a last resort. Um, and you know she sometimes, you've seen her draw upon the magic of these tattoos tattooed on her forearms. Um, which, to each of you, they almost look like gibberish, just symbols and markings. And finally, Tyran, Long black hair, clean-shaven, half-elf. Um, carrying a club and a shield, considers himself the protector, least of all of you. He very much is the first one to run to the defense of others. Uh, and uh, very level-headed. He and Cullen often butt heads on choices that are made, but he himself looks like he's over just talking with Mirian. The two of you stand there. Benji, you hear the footfalls of, of kind of a thin frame behind you approach. He says, uh, so what did the two of you think? You think there's any promise in these tales? Or are we wasting our time? Well, I mean, it never hurts to at least look into it. I mean, do some investigation. I suppose you're right. We really have no other choice, don't we? <laughs> well, I mean, worse that happens is it is true. And we've got, got ourselves an adventure. As you guys are standing there, you kind of looking up at the two of them talking, you hear kind of a heavy cry of some creature off in the distance that darts all of your gazes that way, but you see nothing. As even looking up at the sky, each of you haven't seen the sun. You, your whole life. Uh, Caleb, your character. Did you call yourself Man Spider? Well, that's what, that's, that's my, my city name. That's what the crew rolls with. Well, no, the crew can call me Peter. Sure. But. Sure. 
And uh, we'll let anyone listening and figure out what's going on with that. But sure. Yeah, you, Peter, your whole life, have ne you've heard stories of the bright warmth of the sun, but yet never seen it. Many hold pale, gaunt complexions. The sky a constant hazy gray with dark kind of mists that seem to work their way through it. Yeah, he's definitely taking a taking a sweet look at the uh, at the sun and uh, trying to trying to soak that in. If he's never seen that before, no meaning as if you never have. Yeah, looking up to the sky, you still don't see it. Oh, oh. just meaning when you hear this cry of some creature out in the distance, you see nothing airing in the skies, nothing approaching. But it's almost as if. Even though you're used to and accustomed to this lifestyle, this world, hearing any sort of cry of terror out and in, out into the air around you still draws your attention, makes your heart beat just a little faster. And then finally, as you guys are standing there speaking with Benji, you hear Colin say, there's certainly got to be a door, an entrance to this door somewhere. I see no markings, no handles. And then next to him, Joe Dell. All right, well, I mean, surely there's some way in here. But you two. Benji can cover the rear. Peter's lying on his feet. The small one there's been resourceful. Why don't you take a crack at it, eh? Yeah, I uh, take off my glasses, which are hanging on because... Only one ear piece I had curled around as tight as I could around one ear. Take it off and sort of, while still holding it with that hand, rub my head, put it back on, and try to pull the wire as close as I can back to my face. Um, I mean, I suppose I can look at it. Uh, I mean, I, yeah, okay, yeah, I'll take a look at it, I guess. Sure. With hesitation, let's go, man. Is he like is Peter over here? He's got like his hands on his hips. He's doing the natural, just superhero pose, and he's he's ready to go. But... I just I don't know. I've seen a lot of things hide behind really big doors. I, there's reason to be hesitant, I guess. He's gonna slap you on the shoulder and just be like, "Come on, man, we got this. We're bored to do this." But yeah, you uh, you guys both walk up to the door. Absolutely. Sure. When you guys walk up, uh, Colin kind of leans up, almost like when you walk up the stairs. It's maybe about a 15-foot elevation of stairs upwards, and then there's these two doors. And by the sides, almost look like these stone slabs where maybe two large braziers once sat. Uh, if they did, they're long since gone. Um, but at least around here on the top, you do see well iced over, snowed over, skeletal corpses of some kind as well that kind of laying over these slabs that flank the doors that uh cullen actually goes and sits on in this empty space he could find or maybe about five foot from side to side and then a top slab you see a couple of them draped over frosted over and some that very faintly litter the stairs of what remains of them i want to make an investigation check to see if there are any like traps around Sure. Yeah, just make a uh, make an intelligence check. Okay. I can't even see what that is. Oh, that's awful. That's a five. 
Not that you can see. Granted, if there was one, the elements probably are keeping it from your eyes from getting purchase of it, but not that you can see. Not on the stairs, you don't step on anything, hear any pops or clicks or things, you know, triggering. Hold my glasses kind of steady up a little bit. These doors themselves look like they're maybe 10 feet tall. Nothing crazy, but still large doors nonetheless. Large for me. Oh, yeah. Squint at them. I'll kind of. Is there any iconography on the doors? Um. You go up and kind of start to dust some of the, the kind of snowy debris off of it. You do see one symbol. Uh, on each side of the doors, the one on the right is heavily faded. Um, but you can tell there's some sort of iconography there. It looks as if a sword facing down with two small shields that look like they are attached to each end of the cross guard of the blade. Um, and this is kind of all encapsulated in a circle that kind of traps that symbol within the middle. The one on the right, you imagine, you catch like half of it. It looks like it's identical, but then it just fades from where and from the, the elements exposed. Can I make a check to see if I know? Sure. Yeah. Make a, we'll make an investigation. Would you, if you're skilled in these rules with intelligence, you can use intelligence. Okay. That's just an 18. Okay. Uh, with an 18, kind of using your idea of old, I guess, at least to you, the old world, as most call it now, Symbols and religious sects. You imagine this might be one of the gods of war, Belmordo, perhaps? You knew there was, all of you knew there was a temple here, but you weren't sure to whom. As you're kind of looking at it, um, Murian, she steps up with almost this kind of uh, very old, silvered kind of elven hair. You can tell she's kind of up there in age, but yet um, still graceful in her kind of. Uh, stride as well as her appearance she steps up in kind of these very much kind of burlapped brown robes with just animal old animal skins draped over for warmth says what is it you've seen there friend um i think that is uh i think this might be a temple to belmordo she kind of looks at the doors well, I mean, I am like, I don't know, 100 years old. Tyrion walks up and kind of slings his shield with its strap over his back, looks at it, and he says, Good observation. Didn't know you were well versed. That's what I'm saying. Well, was... As he kind of flips out a uh, kind of an old wooden talisman of what looks to be the god of order, Xanthar. Well, uh, Gotta keep the faith somewhere. Sort of gesture, je gesture, with my uh, <laughs> with my staff. Kind of look around. And I say, uh, "Well, before all of this, I uh, <coughs> I uh, lived in uh, Xanthar, Xantheon. You know." Whoa, you lived in Xantheon? Long time ago. Really? Yeah. Dude, I thought that place was. Gone. It's gone now, and I would suggest you never go back there. Yeah, that's probably a good idea. Yeah. Tyrion kneels down and kind of puts his hand on your shoulder, and he says, I also lived in Xantheon. I was there when the city fell, when darkness climbed the walls. That's news to me. There's much in the past 
that affects this world now. Horrors and hauntings still live with us. And then uh, Joe Dell says, you're going to stay, keep talking about the past or are we going to open the doors? Uh, like this guy, yeah. Is that he kind of like holds a dagger in one hand and looks like a really shoddy, maybe lock pick. And he says, is there some way to, uh, are we going to have to say some mumbo jumbo in front of the door like Murian happens to do? Or can I open it here with your tools? <laughs> hey, I can help you with some tools. I can lock pick like a muck. Murian says, uh, hold a moment. I saw you looking at the stairs when you approached. Our friend Peter here has a good idea. These doors might be trapped. I'll yeah. check. As in she kind of holds out her left hand and then the tattoos kind of glow on her left hand as she's going to cast Detect Magic. That's what I would do if I happened to be a criminal at any one point in time ever. Let's go roll the cast. <sighs> okay. She succeeds. No corruption. Thank goodness. But yeah, she casts the spell on the door and you see her eyes glow, but very faintly, this kind of arcane light blue and wisps kind of like travel up the corners of her eyes and mix with the snowy air around you. They don't seem trapped. I'm curious how they open, however. I'd still be laid on your toes if I were you. It would be smart at least. Colin says, I'd agree. It might be in our best interest if we search the bodies. Maybe these old bones here might have something of use. Anything, armor, weapons, help, some supplies. Supplies could be nice. Yeah. Worth a look. Just then, when he says that, uh, Tyrion kind of grabs the club on his waist and kind of pulls that out. Good for smashing ice. Yeah. And then you just kind of hear the sound of ice being smashed, almost like with an ice pick of people are just hitting some of these bodies. And some of them that are on the stairs are lightly frosted over, but not terrible enough to where they're like encased in ice. The ones here on the sides of the slabs you gather have been here for a decent amount of time and just been layered over with ice. But yeah, they start toying away. What would the two of you like to do? Does it appear that there are any kind of language or inscription other than the symbology on the door? Um, make a full intelligence. Investigation, pretty much. Oof. That's a six. Uh, not that you can tell, no. I'd also like to make an investigation check. Sure. I'd just like to see if there's any, like, lock of any sort or any anything that I might be able to stick my lock-picking devices in. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? If there's the language on <laughs> sure. Uh, that's much better. That's a dirty 20. Yeah, you can see as you're kind of looking around, looking around, um, kind of right near where the two doors would meet. Um, there's like a thick patch of ice that you kind of manage to scrape off or shatter off while people are flipping over bodies and things like that. And you can see what looks to be hidden there is a very, very small kind of steel plate that looks flush with the wall, but as a circle. That oh, As yeah. from your, what'd you say, you got an 18? I had a dirty 20. A dirty 20. You can see at the very base of it are like very, very small, um, almost kind of like rotating hinges, almost as if the thing can just kind of 
kind of flip over out of the way, almost like a some of the locks on like a chest would have in some in some instances, like a cover plate. Oh, yeah. I take the... Looks like it's painted to match the stone, so it almost looks inconspicuous. I take the pointed, bloodied end of my uh, my staff and kind of, like, point it up at that and say, yeah, uh, I think, uh... I think maybe you found something to open that door there, huh? Yeah, don't worry, man. I got it, I got it, I got it. And I'll get out my lock picking tools sure. and I'll start. I have advantage when I don't wear uh, armor. Yeah, Joe Dell kind of stands over your shoulder, just kind of watching... Uh, it's still not bad. It's a 14. Okay. A 14? A 14. You almost break one of your lock picks. But right at the last minute, Joe Dell comes in with his dagger and kind of puts it underneath and goes, come on, come on, come on. And then it, nice. you, hear, you hear it kind of pop. And then, hey, thanks, man. Like a faint, almost like little of dust kind of blows back in your face as the doors seem as if they are not just completely sealed, but seem to have given way from you unlocking some mechanism. However, you don't immediately see a door handle or anything like that. Well, let's, you I guess, give it a push. Standing down there. Okay. Over uh, over y'all's shoulder, um, Tyron says, uh, Benji, are we looking back there? Are we still clear? Yeah, I don't see anything. I think the coast looks clear to me. Perfect. As then he's kind of like dragging this like soaking wet skeleton up here now that like all the ice chunks have broken off. It's just like soaking wet with almost kind of like what looks to be like a breastplate strapped on it, which then he takes the breastplate off and is like putting it on over his chainmail. Nice. Waste not, want not. I just keep this. Yeah, he puts that on. And uh, yeah, looking through the bodies. Okay, nice. Cullen says, I think I found something. So he holds up what looks to be, it's like three right, uh, or like two right angles attached to each other. It's just boom, out, and then down like someone could grab it, and then out like this. Just kind of holding. It almost looks like a like a really wide U if he was to just hold his, you know, fist right in front of his face up to the sky. He kind of pulls it out of this soaking wet backpack on the back of one of these individuals that when he does it almost just kind of rips the actual leather itself it's so withered and uh waterlogged says uh not sure what this is but oh you got the door open joe dell says oh it's open enough i bet you that was that key that go i bet you i bet you i bet you whatever i think maybe uh maybe we should hold on to it Think you're right. Wait, he's gonna make an intelligence check. That's not bad either. He says, uh, he takes it and says, Wait, man, it's gonna be the handle. He walks up to the door and holds it like this. That's what I was saying. It's the key. Well, I'll be it's down. the key. It's the key. You know, it's the key. How does it <clears throat> here? Let me take a look. Sure, he hands it to you. And, uh, <clears throat> yeah, I'll put it in there where it was on the mechanism on the bottom. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'll try to put it in there and then kind of twist the entire door. Okay. Yeah, when you put it in the bottom part right there, you notice each of the ends here 
have this identical like slit that would fit flush right into the door nice. that uh, when you put it in there, it's almost as if you have to put it in there sideways um, and then twisting it, it upward, it. twisting it upward, it forms naturally how a door handle would look. Nice. Uh, and when it does, you kind of feel this of it kind of right into the door. Nice. And now as you're kind of tugging on it, you can feel you can actually get some leverage to pull the door open. All right, here, somebody help me out real quick. Grab my waist. And I'll just sure, yeah. Yeah, these doors look heavy, and they feel heavy when you're pulling, like stone doors. But yeah, you do. Cullen will grab again around your waist, and he'll give you advantage. Oh, yeah, that's why. Sure, yeah, he kind of grabs your waist. You kind of standing up there, this stone just grinding against stone into just pitch black on the other side, and there's cobwebs that are just pulling away, almost like you know, little fringes of linen that are just barely still attached as you're pulling it apart. It's I'm spider, baby! I'm assuming this uh, grinding noise is very loud. Uh, probably in the immediate vicinity, but not like somebody down the road could hear it. You I'm know? still sort of... You notice Benji doesn't really turn around for a couple seconds. You know if it's because he's old or what. But after you guys have almost got the door fully open, he turns around and, oh, Uncle Perfect. I'm freezing my ass off out here. Ah, uh, come on, Uncle Benji. Just don't call me that. Yeah. We're close. I figured I'd just call you. We're not close enough. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, I'm just missing. you <laughs> As he laughs and has like these really, really browned, rotten kind of teeth. He's not my real uncle. He's not. He's not. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> no, he's just, it's, it's a fun yeah, thing. You guys, uh, you guys all walk up the stairs enough to when you do. You guys are all standing right there as the right door has been opened. The left one's still closed, but you just see complete utter darkness ahead of you. As when you do, you start to see um, both Tyran and Colin kind of flip their patch together, animal skin packs over, and start pulling out a stick of wood and wrapping it up with uh, some dried cloth and begin kind of coating it in oil. Say, uh, no telling what we'll find in here. Everyone keep your wits about you. They know the drill. You don't have to talk to them like they're children. I'm actually, in the, I am an actual child. As uh, Joe Dell says, uh, well, you've been rightfully helpful so far. I don't think age really matters at this point. <laughs> as long as you're living and breathing. And you can hold a sword. Well, On your case, I suppose your fists. I do what I can. I do what I can. You see Cullen and Tyran, after arguing about really who should be the one calling the shots in this group, nothing new, step through the threshold. Um, Tyran, strapping his shield to his back, having his club in his main hand, you see him just kind of hold the torch forward that he's lit this crude primitive torch and just burn some of the, the webbing cobwebs away to step inside. When he does, you see a long hallway. And at least from what you can tell of the purchase of his torch, that 30 feet of bright light and that 30 foot of uh, dim light, you really see nothing more than just these kind of uh, stacked stone walls that just kind of perfectly continue on and on and on and on. However, 
the very faint edge of the torchlight. You see what looks to be more littered bodies, skeletons kind of face down, also covered in web cobwebs, and some of them even iced over, being this close to the front door as chill wind from the chill wind mountains to the south blow their way here. They are the only two that have stepped inside. The rest of you are still being met with the lapping of icy winds against your spines, standing right on the other side of the doorway. So, uh, Prodder peers over his shoulders, left and right, grips the, his little table leg staff. Well, I'm um, uh, not going to be first, but definitely not going to be last. Excuse me, excuse me. As he goes in, sure, third. Eh, maybe four. I brush off my knees from kneeling from kneeling down to sure. do everything to get this thing open, and I uh, just I, however, do want to be first, so I'm gonna get up there. Thank you very much, and I push my way to the front. Uh, be my guest. Sure. Yeah, you push up there right by Colin, kind of turns around and says, uh, "Just kind of crack my knuckles." Good to see you, ready. Always I was born ready. Everyone, as your voices, his voice is kind of one kind of echoing through the hallway. As I said before, keep your wits about you. These ancient places might hold treasures. There's no telling what else might lie inside. Tyrion says, I'll take point in the back. Come on, Benji, keep up. So he kind of steps in as well, and he kind of puts his bow away, and you see him pull two daggers out. So he's kind of like looking around, facing back towards the doors, so like, uh, should, should we close the door behind us? Uh, well, I mean, if anybody comes back, we would we would want to make it look like nothing ever happened and nothing's out of place. So I would say, yeah, take the key too. You're right. Yeah. So then, uh, Tyrion goes over there and try and takes the door handle from the outside of the uh, the temple, kind of brings it on the inside. He says, uh. With his torch. It looks like there's one here too. That begs the question. What were they running from? Or what were they trying to keep in? Yeah, as then you say that and Joe Dell says, oh, I don't I don't know if I like the sound of this. We have enough trouble it is with the walking dead, as well as the bandits, cannibals. I don't, I don't particularly like either of those options. Come on, why not? Mirian says, Let's "Do fight. we really have a choice?" Let's fight. Let's do it, guys. Come on, for the greater good. You guys know the old saying: "With great power comes." Come on, somebody, somebody. Come, comes what? I don't know what that. Means. Ah, you guys suck. Let's just go. Let's do it. Come on. Joe Dell says, uh, "I don't know." I don't like the sound of this. Something don't sound right. I, th I, th I think we should turn around. Colin at the front says, we've come this far. We're not turning around now. Well, I mean, you're welcome to turn around at any point if you'd like, but I'm going to continue forward, whether it's by myself or whether it's with you guys. So. I kind of turn, swing back around to him, and I say, uh... Definitely does not look great the way that we're headed right now, but uh, it's much better than what is out 
at where we just came from. We have nothing to go back to. I can also tell you, it would be very helpful to have all the help we can get. And I don't think if there is anything out there, that you're going to get very far by yourself. I'd rather, so, I'd rather you be here with us right now, going through here, than yeah, back out there. That'd be beneficial, I think, to all parties. Yeah, yeah. He says, uh, I, I don't, I don't rightfully know about this. Uh, uh, I, I think I might take a step outside, get some fresh air. Uh, well, I, friend, that's that's the thing about being a hero. That's when you gotta do. What you do when you don't feel right about it. A fucking hero. Know. Yeah, what the fuck else are we? I mean, we're, we're heroes. We, we come here, we do, we fight bad things, and we make it right for people in the time of, I mean, you know. I'm like tugging on the side of your coat. I'm like, Peter, Peter, Peter. I don't. Now's not the best time. Not right now. No, not right now. I try to be, I'm, I'm trying to have some character arc time thing or whatever where. You know, not not right. Now. Okay, no, all right, beat up, beat up. all right, Sometimes. all right. Now. Sometimes you just, I I don't I, I I try to be charismatic, but I don't know the, the the limits. And I'm sorry. I sometimes I just keep on going on too long. And even right now, it's one of those times where I'm just going on too long, and I shouldn't yeah. be doing it. But yeah. am I doing Is it again? On your I'm sorry. Yeah, no, sorry. I'm, I'm, come on, Joe Dell. Just come on, Colin. Uh, Colin Tillin, Tieran, I'll be out. I'll be out here taking. I need a moment. And he kind of steps outside, and when he does. Ganked, absolutely dead, decimated, like how decapitated. I decided on the voice. Ooh. Oh, no. we'll get to that. In a oh, oh what? One and no two. way. Almost another one. And a two. Okay, yeah, you see two arrows go by. One of them, you hear of something snap off in the distance. You hear, get him. They got some fresh meat on him. Jodel, no! And then the last one. Yeah, uh, Peter's gonna run out there. Oh no, that's not good. Oh, that's not good. <laughs> All right. As as soon as you I hear, hear a, you hear like the sound of an arrow ringing through marrow, through brainy flesh, and out the back, and pinning him to the stones. You're gonna hear that. <laughs> Cannibals! They followed us. We need to decide quickly. Close the door. Okay, I'm going to roll it in stealth. Yeah, make a stealth check. And you hear the sound of <laughs> coming from the sounds to almost kind of be like uh, down in those woods where you were looking before. Thirteen. Thirteen. You feel like you're adequately. It is very dark in here. Besides any the two torches that both Cullen and Tyrion have. However, you hear Cullen say, "Benji, I thought you said we weren't followed. I, I didn't see anyone. I swear." We need to close the door now. They'll follow us in here. Kill us all. Marion says, I'll be ready for them. This then her right hand kind of charges up and you see like electricity begin to kind of arc between her fingers. I uh, I was like pulling on your cloak earlier. My mm -hmm. hand has just released. My eyes have gone wide. Yeah, Joe Dell, you've heard that after that arrow broke the stone, you just hear, I guess he just sat down on his butt. Just, I'm just like, Benji, you're glad external forces make me like you so much and make me want to call you uncle, but man, you're really an old coot missing all that shit. <laughs> I, uh, my, my eyes go wide. You say that. I just, like, don't even hear register what you just said. And I, like, 
sidle up against the wall as close as I can, as, as close enough into the shadows and not in the light as you can. And it, you can just hear the little bit of that glass bottle rattling against my staff as I shake it. It's like, hey, get your, get, get your grip prodder. Come on now. Let's get ready to fight. I, you I almost kind of like a skin uh, irritation. That hidden tattoo that lies on your forearm begins to itch. At the, at the thought of cannibals that often, you know who they often serve as well. Just Peter, close, close the door. You hear. Oh my lord, come on, Prodder. I'm just like, I have days. Find the others. Eat this, bitch. And I'll just start looking. In which direction? Um, Outside the door or further into the temple? Because no. you That's see cool. from your angle, you can kind of see the outside kind of wind blowing, and you see just his kind of feet there, kind of full, like just with no, just completely laid out in front, relaxed, just completely. Peter, limp. you don't close the damn door. I really want to get. With crimson slowly creeping into the entrance of the door right there. Are we, are we, are we fighting or are we not? Fighting? I want to close the door. Colin says we need to decide quickly. Just... We either close the door or we fight. Close the door. Close the... Peter, close. Peter, close the door. Sure, yeah, you you do. And uh, Tyrion drops his torch on the ground and runs up behind you. Go ahead and make a strength check with advantage to close the door. We gotta avenge Oh, he's fucking. Yeah, he's dead, dead. That nat twenty over with, over with. Especially with all the hit points being reduced with these Deathbringer rolls. Yeah, he's dead. Okay, yeah, that should be good enough. It's good enough. Yeah. Yeah. Sure, yeah, you guys uh, kind of push the door closed as you can hear what sounds like the footfalls kind of coming closer. There may be like 40 feet uh, from the base of the stairs, but you, you can hear what sounds to be like a cluster of individuals. Uh, one of them kind of kind of hitting his club on the shield. <laughs> and then finally you guys kind of close the door behind you. I have fun getting through there with no fucking key, guy. Yeah, you you wait for a second, and you can hear very very muffled. Uh, make a perception check, actually, oh, absolutely. Because these stone doors, they seal a lot of sound in here. Uh, Ooh, that that's pretty solid. Be a dirty twenty. Yeah. Yeah, you can hear the sounds of footfalls making it up the stairs. Oh. And you can you can't really hear what they're making out. They say, "Oh, this one looks promising." Let's go and up the carpet and separate the pieces. Guys, they're going to eat hear... them. You don't scare me with your ominous claw. I have something dragging on the stone. They're going to find you. And when we do, they're going to bleed you nice and slow. And you hear, find another way in. We'll circle around the side of the hill if we have to. You'll have to fucking catch me first, and then I'll start going back to the group. Yeah, he doesn't hear that. <laughs> then you hear you hear just some footfalls leaving from the other side. I uh, while well, I up against the wall, I just slowly started creeping into the darkness to get as far away from the door as I possibly could. Yeah, I'll just I'll just start walking back, and I'll just be like, well. Jodel's definitely dead, and if he's not dead now, he's about to be. They're they're gonna eat him to to death, really. Um, so 
But if it if it makes you guys feel any better, they they ran away and they sound like real big big scaredy cats, big scaredy cats. Yeah. Are you gonna try to keep it secret that they're look they're gonna keep looking for you? Oh no, hundred no. I told them that. Well, they they might be scaredy cats, but they also do happen to be looking for us. So I do presume we might should be possibly getting out of here right now. Murian says, uh, "Cannibals." Given into chaos, corruption. What's new? What's new? Minds poisoned. We should be safe here. We shouldn't tarry here long. She's right, Colin says. It's a shame about Jodell. We don't have time to mourn his loss. He made his choice. We made ours. Quickly. Let's find a way out of here to the other side and find this fucking grove. If it ain't here, well... We'll cross that bridge when we come to it. You can hear him walking down this hallway with the torch kind of out like this, great sword on his shoulder, looking around. Yeah, Spider-Man will just, excuse me, uh, Peter will just kind of uh, like shake his head in agreement and indifference. And just sure. On the ceiling here is just a bunch of cobwebs, almost. Cobwebs, spider webs. It's hard to tell. The ceiling here just doesn't isn't just a flat ceiling. It kind of has an arch to it. Uh, and from the doors you came in through, the ceiling here almost looks like it's maybe 15 feet tall. Um, you guys get maybe about halfway down this hallway before you begin to see some torn tapestries on the wall. Sharing the same iconography, no role needed since you saw it and had a little talk outside about it. You guys walk up, Benji says, hey, there's that Belmordo thing again. <laughs> I remember when you used to be able to go to a temple. Long time ago, however. Everyone, I... I'm sorry. I... I swear there was no one there. I... Tyrion says with a gauntleted kind of hand on his shoulder. Don't worry about it. It's over now. He made his choice, like Cullen said. All we can do is move forward. Just keep your eyes tighter next time. It kind of gives him a shake on the shoulder. Yeah, right. Yeah. It's all good, you old bat. We'll get there. Everybody makes mistakes. It's, uh, and he made his own mistake to get out there and dead anyways. So it's not on you. It's uh, still kind of rattling, but but like a little less often. Like I got little tremors from that. I'll kind of pull on Benji and be like, it's... Uh, 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 it's, it's not your fault, Benji. Um, cannibals are ruthless. They'll they'll find any means to sneak up on us and take us all out. And I don't even want to think about the ones that they work for. I'll, just, I'll kind of like cover my hand, my face with my hand a little bit, like I'm trying to be secretive to Uncle Benji, and be like, "Yeah, uh, all pretty much all of them are bad, and I." Uh, I think that's why we should have just taken him out as soon as we could have. Like, clearly, like right in front, where everybody can. <laughs> if hear. it were me, <laughs> well, I don't, I don't think you would have been able to take them out, Peter. Well, I think I could have, but that's a different argument for a different day. I know you, I know you find yourself brave, Peter, but um, they. They don't poke you and prod you and pull you apart, then they'll just take you to the ones who will. 
And they won't just poke you and prod you. They'll drain you. And What are you going on about prod? Sounds like a good thing. As kind of walking with this kind of walking stick, uh, Mirian turns and looks at you with this kind of tight elven gaze. What are you speaking of, friend? Are you a cannibal yourself? No, I would I would never. I. Um... She gives you like a look over, like kind of just like rolling her eyes. I don't know. Just know that no cannibal's good, at least. When I fled Xantheon and I uh, headed west, I there were a lot of them out that way, and it was, it was hard to make my way back around. And then I want to make charisma check to try to hide the rest of the facts. I was just sure. about to sure, yeah, make, make, make an insight yeah. check. Make, make, a, make a deception check. I'm going to make an insight check. Sure. Oh, oh, no. What are the no odds? Way. Well, the double one. That is crazy. Well, I guess technically it's a four. But... Oh, oh, and, you and I have four. a plus zero. That's crazy. Oh, man. So that's a tie. So... Mm. Is it insight that wins? That? Wait, no, it's wisdom. Sorry. That's for insights. That's a six. I won. Mm. I, I looked at my charisma. Mm. I apologize. Okay. Even still, even to the very end with that low of a roll of an insight, you're still <laughs> not sure. But it's like the little lip quiver. And you, you begin to hear once again, like that little kind of piece on your staff, kind of very kind of like graffiti staff kind of shaking. Oh. And then you're, you begin to see his, it's not as much his story and his voice, but his physical stature that gives him away that he is clearly terrified. And also leaving something out of what he said to you. Yeah, I'll, I'll look at him and I'll give him a look like I know your I know your secrets. Find them, keep your secrets. <laughs> yeah, pretty much exactly that. But I'll just yeah, I'll tug on Benji again and I'll say it's not your fault. They're they're just too evil. Miriam says, "A small friend is right." There is no negotiating with those that fall to corruption. Because then she kind of, when she kind of moves her, uh, you notice that she keeps her right hand covered with a glove. And almost as if um, when she's talking to you, she kind of quickly moves that hand kind of over or under her overcoat down to her side. Says, we should keep moving. I was just about to say that, yeah. That's, that's a good idea. But yeah, she begins to walk forward, and Benji kind of stays kind of in the back uh, with Tyrion, who has the sta- uh, the uh, torch, and he kind of pulls his bow out once again. And it's just, you see now, it's like he's on fucking high alert, trying to, with his eyes, see anything his eyes can gain purchase on. He's just looking everywhere, kind of walking backwards with his bow, with a small, limited quiver on his back. But yeah, you guys walk to the end of the hallway. It leads you to a large room with six pillars. In the back of the room, you see what looks to be a pathway that leads beyond with a closed portcullis. You see two other hallways without any doors or they just look like archways that lead somewhere. In the middle of the room, you see what looks to be a kind of fractured, well-beaten altar. At the front of it, you see scores of bodies lined up almost like a platoon, but yet all as if they were on their knees and then slunched over either left or right, back, forward, with daggers all around their bodies. One person up at the top of the altar, as you guys are walking into the room and Cullen's light is gaining more and more purchase, as well as there's more things littering the ceiling. 
an individual in robes with this kind of ceremonial breastplate that looks like there was a chair behind this altar with that same iconography of the sword with the shields on each end of the cross guard, leaning over his skeleton like this with their head turned sideways, jaw kind of open and kind of almost cracked off like this, hands on the thing on the top of the altar with a dagger in their hand. As Colin walks into the room and says, what happened here? Looks like some kind of sacrifice went down in here. Either that, and then... Uh, or some ritual, something. Murian says, they killed themselves. All of them. Shit. Look. And she kind of points over to the bodies. She w just walks up there by Colin and kneels down. And kind of picks uh, picks up one of the, kind of the skeleton's head. This one here is so deep he managed to scrape against the back of his spine. That's a real dedication. What the hell could have made him do something like that? What, what were they? What were they trying to do? And I want to go over to uh, one of these pillars. Each to... one also has tapestries dangling down it that are withered and kind of faded. Uh, I want to make a history check, I guess, then on the tapestries to see. Uh, if I realize what that is, sure, or what if, if any of that regalia or iconography makes any sense to me, and intelligence is a 12. Uh, with a 12, um, I'll give you advantage since they already mentioned Belmorda prior. Oh, nope, it's a 12. <laughs> with a 12, uh, based on what they heard, you maybe have your memory jogged about hearing stories about the old gods from a time before. Granted, for you, you were kind of born into this world, not as much aware of the old world, like someone like Benji or, hell, Murian, who you have no idea how old she is. Yeah, or Prodder. Yeah. And just uh, said he's old as shit. You know that he was a god of war. Okay. You're not, other than that and the symbol that you now are like, oh, yeah, I've seen that before. That's really it. Like, I have no idea of it, like, the division, like, what kind of, it's just, I know it's war. Yeah, with a 12, you, I mean, you're not really sure if this is some sort of thing that would be commonplace or what. But at least from what you can tell okay. and what Murian said, it definitely looks like all these people were it was some sort of mutual, all collective sacrifice, or they all kind of very cult style, like did a mass suicide. Then I'd like to try and scale this. Uh, oh, my goodness. This uh, pillar. Sure. And get to the top. Sure. Yeah, give me decks. Oh, Oof. so close. You try to scale up it, and then there's like a layer of cobwebs that kind of, and you kind of fall back onto your feet. Nothing bad happens, but you just kind of catch yourself and kind of bounce yourself back up from kind of squatting a little bit. Uh, I want to go up and look around the bodies and see if there's any blood on the floor. Sure. They are. Um. Yeah. Give me intelligence for that investigation. Dried blood, obviously, if they are now skeletons. I only rolled ones and sixes. Uh, that's still just a six. Um, the floor itself is pretty dirty and kind of dusty here. You don't see any immediate fresh blood, so that's good news. You imagine if there is some, it's probably well faded to the point where you it almost you can't even notice it in the floor. Or you're not sure, really. 
if there was blood there, it's not there now from what you can see. Okay. I'd like to make another... I want to try it one more time, and if I can't get up there, then it's I guess it's not meant to be. Sure. Oh, that was... I'll let, re- let you re-roll that one. <laughs> he missed the ball. Hey. Oh, there we go. It's much better, because the one you missed was a three. <laughs> sure, yeah, as you're scaling up, um, we'll say that three that was rolled out of the dice tray was you climbing up, begin to slide down again, look up, realize the tapestries are held by heavy python and chain, and so then you grab onto the tapestry and start you know, grinding it up almost like a makeshift, like, a bed sheet rope when you're trying to escape, you know, yep. like Rapunzel style. Yeah, you absolutely start climbing up that, nice. up to the top, kind of gri- gripping it as all of you kind of hear the <laughs> of each time he, you know, does the J hook with his feet, pulls himself up. Yeah, and then eventually you kind of, there's, each of these pillars look like they're, um, if you were to take each part of it out would just be like a disc almost and stone discs stacked on top of each other and each one's maybe about two feet you know wide so there is little gaps where you could barely get your fingers in there to have something to grab onto and that's kind of once you climb up off of the tapestry you can at least get your fingers and the toes since you are barefooted kind of gripped right there to just kind of be like this hugging the pillar to look around i want to get on can i get on top of the pillar it is uh, running right up to the ceiling. Yeah, okay. they, the pillars run up to the ceiling. You gather their support. Then I guess I really just wanted, what I wanted to do is just make an investigation check to see if there's anything about these pillars that would have any type of maybe religious significance in this room or have anything to do with maybe the cult the suicide pact that went down here. Sure. Uh, make an investigation check. That's a 12. Uh, with a 12, uh, if there is, it's either well-fated or unknown to you. I mean, at least besides the fact, you imagine if the tapestries signaling Belmordo's kind of insignia on them weren't there, they really wouldn't look any different than a pillar somewhere else, honestly. Then I guess that's pretty much all I wanted to do as far as it was. There's no, like, there. you know, script carved into the stone or anything like that. They, sh- they really just look like they were there to hold this, hold the ceiling up. Uh, I want to go up to the body that slouched over the altar and just kind of sure prod him with the bottom of my sure. staff, kind of tilt him over a little bit. Sure, yeah, you kind of get it under his shoulder and kind of, and he just as as you're just holding it there, holding him there, he kind of just tilts his sho- his arm and kind of shoulder up a little bit, and it's just kind of. You know, mouth agape, jaw hanging via gravity, just covered in cobwebs. Just uh, does it appear that loose hair still hanging from the the, the top of the skull? Just, does this uh, skeleton appear to have any special garb or anything sticking out of it? It looks like he's wearing kind of a kind of a deep blue, kind of almost royal blue vestments. Um, that almost kind of have very much like uh, one of those things that uh, priests wear that kind of go over the shoulders, you know. About the Catholics, I don't remember. I know Though, they've about got that, that kind of thing going on. Each thing. one has the stamps of yeah. the same insignia, as well as there is a talisman. Uh, looks like a holy symbol to Belmordo around his neck. Uh, I want to try to hook that with the bottom of my staff and kind of pull that off as best I can. Sure. I You're gonna try to. Are you, 
Are you going to get it off of his head? It looks like it's a chain, and then it's got the same sword with the shields hanging from it. You want to try to take drip. it off of his neck? I would like to try. Sure. Got some drip. I sure. already know what's about to happen, but I'd like to try. Sure. Are you gonna Are you gonna take it off of your hands or try to use this? I'm using the staff. I'm trying okay. to kind of like. It's gonna make it a little more difficult, but yeah, go ahead. Hey, uh, doesn't matter. Yeah, I don't know whatever. You, if it's Dex, that's a nineteen. Yeah, pretty much. Kind of. If you're trying to do it like carefully, carefully, yeah, you have to slide a like, hand, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah, you do. You're like, oh, and then when you finally do and get it off, he kind of just like his head just kind of hits the stone, and it kind of just like as you're looking at this at the pillar, like trying to figure it out, you kind of hear the two and look over and see him kind of moving his little stick back, and he's got something dangling off of it in the distance, and then kind of catches it. Looks like it's pristine silver. Same with the end of the talisman. You imagine in the old world this would be valuable. Maybe even now. Hmm. Nothing's as valuable as food and supplies, however. And I'll close my, my fist. Sure. So, chain in hand. Colin kind of, Colin has kind of looking around at the bodies in the front row and also kind of looking up at you every now and then at the stairs. You see Murian is kind of also walking over to the left hallway that leads somewhere that's an archway. You can see her kind of looking around. Most people have kind of spread out in the room, but you kind of getting that and hearing that skeleton fall down. Colin kind of walks up the stairs kind of slowly and says, uh, what'd you find? You know, I'll hold it up. <coughs> it's, um, looks like maybe the talisman or a holy symbol, I think. Uh, it's still, you said that it was still the same. It was like the Bill Mordo, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's the same symbol you've yeah, seen. Yeah, same symbol. Uh, this one's silver, though. Looks like it's uh, held up quite a bit better than everything else in here. Hmm. Well, with that strange handle, that might be valuable for us. Keep it. Never know if we might need it. Alright. Easiest place. I just put it on my neck and tug it down in my cloak. And if you had to guess, there's maybe like 12 bodies in here. 13 if you count the one that you just took the necklace off of. Kind of all spread out. Kind of rank and file by the pillars. Huh. Well, uh, kind of trying to be loud enough for everybody to hear, but not too loud in case there's something in here. It's kind of like, is anybody, is anybody, <coughs> is it, is anybody? And then he finally decides to just cup his hands so it's not like loud in all directions. He's like, anybody, because he hears a fluttering of bats maybe. Anybody find anything important? Murian says, I've got nothing here. Benji says, yeah, and there's cannibals certainly aren't coming in that other way we came in. I've been keeping my eye down there. These are definitely pillars. Every one of them. Thanks, Peter. Yeah, no problem. Just had to make sure. You see Tyrion walk from the other side of the room, um, at least from how you guys would have came in from the left archway. He says, I didn't want to go too far to see further in. Looked like there was another room down there. Still, what happened here? Did this happen when darkness covered the land? When uh, evil won? What I know, or should I roll a check? Make a uh, make a nature check. 
or um, we'll go survival, maybe. So we, I mean, they both use you can use intelligence or wisdom. We'll go with wisdom. Uh, fourteen. Uh, with a fourteen. Granted, most of this looks a lot more aged than maybe it could have been from the fact that it's sealed away in here. Um, if you had to guess, it could be around that time. Definitely longer than 10 years, for sure, from the amount of decay of the, the bodies and everything like that. Uh, and this kind of stale kind of odor that almost seems trapped in here. It's kind of musky smell. I mean... It's hard to recall exactly what happened when it all happened, but uh, there was just so much chaos, death. But uh, so he kind of starts to rattle the sticker. I uh, uh, I don't know. I I wouldn't think that anybody who would worship Bill Moore, though, let alone would take their lives. But. I, I just get an odd sense that I don't think these bodies should have been bones by this point, especially if they were sealed away in here. As you're looking at the body, Colin up there says, wait a moment. There's something in his lap. As he reaches down, pulls a hand mirror out and holds it up. What the hell is this? This looks like also a pristine silver, almost maybe even mithril hand mirror. Can I roll a check on what the mirror is? I would also like to do that. Sure. For you, this is probably going to be a disadvantage. That's fine. For you, straight. Yeah, I'll give you just straight. And um, okay. it'll be intelligence uh, for religion, technically religion. Ooh, that's an eighteen. That's Dick. Still a 10, right? Nope. You get any bonds to it? It was disadvantage. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. Four. Yeah. You just said that. But yeah, for you, with an 18, or was it a 19? 18. 18. You, a chill kind of runs up your spine. Something's, at first it seems so inconspicuous, just a mirror, but yet, as you're still up there by him, do you go, do you draw closer to look at it? I get a chill in my spine. I'm not going to get closer. That's for certain. He's just standing there looking right into it and looking at you. And he says, what's wrong? As a player, I want to say something so bad. But as a character, I have no idea what this is. As my staff. You've heard stories. Staff rattles. You've heard stories of when the darkness first came, blocked out the sun, drove the world into madness and corruption. Creatures that could pass from one realm to another, called dreamwalkers. Creatures from the shade, the realm of undeath and darkness. That would feed on people's darkest desires, their fears, anxieties. Could shadow themselves and walk amongst them. A creature like a wolf in sheep's clothing. And often mirrors would be found scattered around about the windows for them to escape. 
is this altar completely solid or is it kind of like a U shape where I could slide underneath it to get to the other side? Uh, this one itself is basically a, um, like just a top with just your standard kind of four legs on each side, but they're stone. They're all just carved out of stone. And then he's kind of sitting in like a, just like an average wooden chair that looks very, very worn. So it's like this table, if it was stone? It's more of a rectangle. Yeah, but, but yes. I could go under it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Immediately, yeah, I slide underneath the. I worm my way underneath the table, and run down whatever steps there are, jump whatever I need to do, and I'm just gonna smash the hammer or smash the mirror with my staff. So you're gonna run up and try to smash it in his hand? He's still holding it and looking at you, acting all crazy. Yeah, I'm gonna run up and then say, um, "Wait, who's this again? This was Colin, right?" Yeah. He says, "Prada, what's the matter with you?" Colin, drop it. Drop that now. But drop it. I'll make a I'll make an intimidation check. Persuasion, whatever I need to make. Mmm. Good for him. Uh that's an 18. Yeah, as he at first you see him kind of when I do it very much Boromir with the ring, kind of retract it, a little I'll bit. I'll say that my eyes begin to glow like a lisp as I say that. He says, All right, all right, it's just a fucking hand mirror. Drop it on the ground. Wow, it's round. Valuable. If I have to bop him on the hand, I'll bop him. He on the hand he instead of dropping it. on the ground, he just puts it on the ground. He puts it low enough to where the sides of it kind of just. I want to smash it. Sure. You can try. Make a wisdom. Make a wisdom save. When you go to smash it. Oh no! As he sets it, glass up. Okay. Ooh. 20. Good for you. Yeah. <laughs> as the glass is up, you begin to hear. As this? then you smash, oh no, this is yeah. so low that it's just you looking at the mirror, then you kind of ah, smash the center of it, it kind of, kind of sends cracks from you hit right dead center out to the edges right along the frame of the mirror. Damn, I want to fight that. He goes, what'd you do that for? As I like swing my staff. Uh, not sharp in. Yeah, everybody and, now is kind of collectively like, coming around as you guys are. You hear them arguing. The as then in Tyrion's like, "What's the matter with it? What's what's the matter of this? What's going on?" I don't know exactly what they are or where they come from, but mirrors like that—they're the reason. They're the reason we live in a world like this. Tyrion says. Oh, Colin, what is he talking about? I have no idea. Are you all right? Are you still rattled from Joe Dell's death? We all are. Hold yourself together, man. If there's any one thing I do know, it's this. It's this right here. Whatever lives on the other side of these mirrors. There, as I like gaze around this temple and look at the bodies. There, one of the causes of everything, our lives right now. Was I the only one that heard that crazy, scary noise that just appeared? Or No. You, even when you're saying that, you hear everybody look. Okay. And good. it's coming from the other side of that portcullis. 
All right, guys. So are we running or are we fighting? We we ran from the last one. My vote is to fight again this time. I voted that last time, but you know. Peter, as I like tug on your glove. Peter, Peter, please. Whatever. If that's what came out of that, there's no stopping that. Well, sure there is. You just there's gotta no bap him on stopping the head. that. Couple, couple of times. Varian's gonna make an intelligence, a religion check. She sides with you. I'll turn to her and I'll say, you know, right? You see the look, when you hear that roar and she kind of looks that way, you see like a lot of the color that even might have even been there from everyone being so malnourished. Leave her face. God is right. If that creature lies within these walls, we will surely die here. Whoa, I... Uh... Colin says, all right, all right. Everyone just calm down. No, I don't know. I, she's usually she's usually pretty ready to fight something too. So she doesn't. I think I uh, okay. Sure. Who was, who was the one that said he was from Xantheon? That was Tyrion. 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 Yeah, the one with the shield. He's now putting his yeah, shield on. I'll turn to Tyrion and he I'll drops say, drops the torch on the floor. I'll say holds the club. Turn to him and I'll say, Xantheon, where we were from, it fell because of these. That thing, them, all of them. Then it seems like we owe them a... And the one that controls them. Seems seems like we owe them a very overdue, you know, hello. Seems like we should welcome, welcome... We can't run forever. I know that you're afraid. I am too, I was there. But we didn't come all this way to turn around now. As it's almost like he can't even breathe, like all the air is escaping Prodder's chest at the moment. He's like holding his staff. Come on, get yourself, pull yourself together, Prodder. Mirian says, uh, we're doomed. We came here to die. And she kind of like tears up and then kind of falls down on her knees and looks at all the, look at these men and women. Holy righteous warriors. And they killed themselves. They turned to cowardice. But was it by their own hand, I wonder? Or the hand of that creature lingering in the shadows? Tyrion says, we can't sit here idly by and just and do nothing. He's right. Peter's right. Benji says, I... I Either way, we're, we're in trouble. Uh, are you sure that we can handle this? Well, you can never be sure until you try, but I know one thing, and that is that we are heroes. And like I told, like I told Jodel, when in the most in times when you're unsure the most is when you need to be the most courageous. Yeah, see, he heard me. It's when you need to be the most courageous. For even even when you're not feeling that way, you know it's for it's to put on the face, put on the face, and uh, be the hero guy, or whatever. Mirian stands up and dusts off her very much ramshackle vestments. We cannot be fearful here, Prada. You know this to be true. It feeds on our fear. Fear leads only to death here. Peter's right. Feel it. The longer that we wait and the longer that we allow ourselves to fall into fear 
anger, tone against each other grows stronger. I wonder if that's what happened to them. An uncertain world, no war to fight, no banner to fly, no purpose. Colin says, all of this is, <laughs> clearly there's something here, and we're not going to let it stand in the way of us in this grove. The people of Dark Tree are counting on us. I'm gonna do what I do we'll make best. this choice right now. We'll leave it up to a vote. We turn around and flee, or we press on. Take our chances with the cannibals banging at our doorstep. And we face whatever it is all of you are speaking of. I say we fight. Could be nothing more than a trapped animal. Yeah. Then wouldn't you feel rightfully foolish? I'm not even paying attention. I'm literally looking down at the ground at an angle with my eyes, just like Lisa Simpson meme. Like, I'm ready to go. Let me have uh, you two, and I'm gonna have for all of them, gonna make wisdom saving throws. Oof. Failed. You're dead. <laughs> Eleven. Okay. Colin? Eleven. Four. Oh, yeah. Jodell's dead. Benji? Plus zero. Eleven. Oof. Mirian. It's a four. Yeah, mine was a five. Jiren? A six. Wow. So literally every single one of them fails. Including you too, I guess, because you had yeah, it's it's 11 failed, right? Yeah, well, then I also failed. DC 15. In this game? <laughs> In this economy? Yeah. In this economy? You guys all here. <laughs> kind of coming from the portcullis. As then at that moment, you see uh, Murian kind of. Make our choice now. She starts to like panic. His interior as well is kind of you see his shield and club start to. I'm gonna go with stealth. Yeah, make a stealth check. Fight or flight, you chose flight. Yeah. Sure Rightfully did. foolish. Sixteen. Yeah, you feel you you get out of that the uh, the scope of their torch lights and hide behind one of the pillars. You're like, yeah. But all of you hear this voice, almost as if it's being pushed by some wind coming from you have no idea where. Rightfully foolish, eh? A trapped animal's right. One that hasn't fed in so long. Hearing him say this, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start just trying to, like, shimmy my way as stealthily as possible towards this voice. And just yeah, are you gonna like try to like dart between pillar to pillar? Oh, absolutely! Like I'm, I'm just trying to be as stealthy as possible to try to move myself as close to this thing without it being able to see me as possible. Sure. So yeah, um, I'll let you keep your stealth. I'm gonna get behind you. Uh, you dart from that far left set of pillars all the way to that third closest one to the portcullis. Uh, you know, you're probably decent. You're probably the closest person to Colin besides uh, um, Prodder. That are up on the on the altar, and then kind of behind that 
is some empty space a little bit, and then boom, this closed like kind of rusty portcullis. Uh, I want to get as small as I possibly can behind one of these uh, slunched over bodies, and I'm just gonna like sit on the floor and curl up behind this thing and just like and hold my staff as close to my body as I can. I was like, and what did you say that you rolled? Eleven. With an eleven, you almost feel like a cold, illusory hand kind of go and almost kind of put like two little prickle, like they're mimicking like a, two little pricks hitting your neck. And then feel almost something like rubbing against your forearm along the edges of the hidden tattoo you have. I'll, uh, I'm assuming... Uh, and you, Yeah, you look around and see nothing. Is Miriam still just standing right there? If, like, she's, she's like down where she was kind of kneeling by all the dead bodies and she's like looking towards the portcullis and you can see her kind of like rolling all her sleeves up proper right at her elbows to show like the silvered kind of tattoo incantations on her arms i see her right there i'll get up and i'll like dart through the bodies and i want to grab her cloak say mary mary please we, gotta, mary, we have to hide right now we have to get down we have to get down and i'll i'll make a persuasion if i have to sure absolutely yeah, I'll give you advantage since she's also fucking terrified. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, that's a 20, 21. <laughs> where, where can we hide? Just, just right now, right now. I'll just t- try to tug her down next to one of these bodies. Yeah, like in the bodies themselves, are you guys going to like lay down and act like you're like play dead in a sense? Because most of them are like... Either they were all on their knees and after they, you know, slit, took their own lives, they either fell over, you know, in any, you know, cardinal direction, back, forward, left or right, just kind of with their own body weight. Um, well, I'm small enough, right? Yeah, for you, you, you could you could honestly probably have one being the big spoon for you and just hide out of sight of like in somebody's, you know, grasp. Yeah, I'll just pull her down and I'll say, lay down, lay down, Mary. I'm going to drop my dagger. Sure, you draw it loose. And you're looking into the kind of black darkness of the portcullis. When you do, you see these long fingers come out of the shadows. I'm ready. Got my dagger and they kind of and my... grab along the rusted uh, parts of the metal and kind of... Got my brass knuckles in my main hand and the dagger in my off hand. I'm just ready to, to fucking blast. I'd like to try to get a surprise attack on it. And almost as if you don't see a head, but feel a presence look at you. It says, Hero. You'll see. The grove does exist. He's just going to have his dagger <laughs> up by his uh, up by his cheek, and just like he's just ready to go, and just in his fist like this, and he's just shaking. Colin standing there that smirk is always a bad sign okay luckily he doesn't fall prey to it but you see you kind of getting her down and hiding and you kind of near him by the pillar you start to see almost this kind of these black veins begin to run up from under his armor up his neck as he uh, 
uh, and they kind of kind of disappear for a second as he we mustn't waste any time to the grove and he walks down the stairs towards the portcullis gate I'm make an inside check sure oh yeah yeah, Tyrion says, uh, Cullen, uh, what? Ooh. Yeah, 19. Something seems off. As he very much just kind of like struggles against something and then just kind of coldly looks forward and then all at all of you and says what he said, you know, to the Grove. And then just starts walking towards the Paul Collins. His weapon is still drawn. But he's very laxed in his walk. You know, he's not like walking like, you know, sword up kind of over the shield ready to fight or anything. Not and you any. see this looking that direction too as the hands, as he's walking, you see them kind of... Not even going to move. Not going to say a word. Not going to move a muscle. This was Colin that was walking, right? Mm -hmm. Just yeah. let Colin get... I'll just shout things. even though I know I'm about to... Oh, no. Whatever. I'm going to shout and I'm going to say... Uh, I'll say... Uh, Darren. Peter, stop him, please. Tyrion says, Cullen, are you mad? Come back here. I'm not, I'm not moving a muscle. He says, we must press on. Hey, you failed them. I, I failed them. Yeah. As in he starts still walking towards the portcullis. I'll give him one more save. Mm. He keeps walking. As you see him walk up and next to the portcullis, you can see a lever on one side. It looks like it has um, like a chain kind of. You probably see this the the, the best from everybody because you're the otherwise the altar is blocking this from y'all's view because of its height. When, when Peter sees that happening, he's he's going to make the connection and know what's about to happen. And he, he knows that he's about to scream if he sees what happens. So he's going to put his thumb in his mouth. And he's just going to bite. Uh, yeah, my bot, my the bottle's rattling on the top of my stata. I hold it as quiet as I can. I'm just going to whisper into it and just say, if there's ever a time that I needed you, it's right now. What set of percentiles for me? I'm borrow some percentiles, sir. Get out of my dice right now. You chose the two worst ones! No response. Okay. Nothing. I'm going to take a deep breath. I'm gonna swivel up where I can see him. I'm gonna say, uh, my eyes kind of spark like a whitish, airy wisp. And, uh, oh, you can see you can see that it looks like they have locked this lever somehow. And you see him over there. He takes um, his greatsword. Wait. And hits the chain. And can, in a big pile of chains. And then you see him grab the lever. What can, do you do? can I see the... Okay. Can, can I see the monster, the creature? It is sheer darkness behind I'm, him. I'm attacking him. I'm, You're I'm just going to make an attack at disadvantage? I'm going to throw my dagger okay, at Because I was, I was about to do that. But I'm yeah, I'm going <laughs> to throw my dagger I was about at to just hope and pray that I blast him. 
This? Well, obviously, I don't know what you To be fair, it, the portcullis is also closed, so there's not much you could have really done, you know, unless you got really lucky. I'm going to... Worst. But yeah, you, you hear... Then Dagger kind of... Slide against the wall. Dagger. As then Colin kind of... What? Let's go... That's real stealth again. Um, yes. Okay. As then, we'll go ahead and see how... Get the Ooh. fuck out of here, bro. I'm not even going to bother rolling the other one. I might get a 20. No. But yeah, you see literally spec these kind of long, long hands, these really long fingers kind of come through the holes, grab his back. It's a 21. So. Oh, Good he's God. dead. Yeah, he's and done. instantly kill him. Oh, no. <laughs> Rip! They grab the the breastplate and the chainmail, and you hear this horrifying ripping sound as these they rip the breastplate clean off, and you see as he's wailing in agony, pinned against the portcullis, arms spread out, drops the great sword. You hear the have it hitting the ground as he's as it's just ripping up his back, and it completely tears his back off, and just kind of yanks all of the meat through one of the portcullis holes as he falls to the, the ground. And you see his exposed, blood-stained, pink-stained spine as the innards right there from his back and his stomach begin to slowly slide out the orifice onto the floor. I mean, the monster just wanted to eat some shrimp, though. Just, yeah, that's... Me standing up, looking over. Oh, yeah, yeah that's horrifying. When he's laying face up, mouth, like eyes bloodshot from the pressure and everything, and just his mouth open, you see this black mist come out of his mouth, his ears, his nostrils, his eyes, even, and just Peter start, Peter start to starts. trail through the portcullis into darkness until eventually, after that, you see his face kind of and begin to just wither and shrink. Peter starts to uh, to feel a, a, a liquid enter his mouth and tastes a bit of, uh, of iron because he's biting his finger so hard that he's bleeding right now. So Benji says, oh, fuck this, fuck this, I'm out of here, this isn't worth it, I'm out of here. As he drops the bow and you hear him kind of very slowly kind of running back towards the door. Peter doesn't move a muscle. You see, he, help me, please help me. As he's just... Just running and running and running. You see him disappear. That torch that Tyrion dropped on the floor near the entrance. You see him pass by it as he's fading from being easily visible in the bright light, faintly visible in the dim light, until he disappears. That's enough for now. Let them pine over what happens next. The doors are sealed with no chance of escape.